Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. As always, I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, the current holder of the Prediction Championship, Nathan. Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting uh, uh, week here, Ryan. We had two pay-per-views-ish. I guess one was a special. And we had some big, couple big things happen on TV this week. Uh, this week was title change week. Um, every company had titles change hands almost um, this week. So let's get into it like we always do, starting with last Friday, where I don't really care because both shows sucked. I guess Rampage wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that came out of SmackDown was uh, Ricochet winning the Intercontinental title. Like I said, everybody changed championships on this show, on this night. I think every, almost every show, weekly show, had a title change. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ricochet beat it, beat Sami Zayn um, to win the Intercontinental title. Giant Oxville came in again and distracted him. Um, again, another person that everyone said WWE had no faith in, that WWE had given up on. They weren't going to push anymore. They weren't going to use them. And then he wins the championship. So, again, I swear WWE is just playing all these internet people. All these dirt sheets and all these things. I'm sure Vince is just playing them all. <laughs> it's either that or he's just running out of people. He has to push so much. Um, yeah. Um, also on the show, uh, Austin Theory came out and said he is Pat McAfee's uh, opponent at WrestleMania. Kind of saw that come. Yeah. Other than that, not a lot else happened on this show. Uh, the Usos and the Viking Raiders finally had their tag team title match. You know, that was supposed to happen two weeks ago at Saudi Arabia. Um, and the Usos ended up winning as well. So there you go. So it, so it didn't matter. Not really. And then Ronda Rousey wrestles for the first time ever on SmackDown. There you go. That was SmackDown. Rampage was headlined by the opening match for the TNT title. Sammy Guevara defending against Andrade Ade. Andrade and Darby uh, Allen. Andrade, <laughs> uh, Andrade and Darby Allen in a triple threat match. This should have been the match that happened at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Instead of that clusterfuck we got, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, Sammy Guevara obviously won this thing. Yeah, Andrade Ade did not win. Yeah, uh, Andrade Ade actually took the loss. He took the pin. So. Yeah, I don't like that he's eating so many pins in this cup. Yeah. Um, also, Keith Lee was in action as he beat J.D. Drake. This was a quick little match. I mean, Drake got a little bit of offense in, but Keith Lee dominated. Serena Deeb did yep. her five-minute challenge, and of course, you know, won. The main event, Ethan Page versus Christian Cage. Page versus Cage in a rage. In a mat, in a qualifying match for the Golden Ring, Sonic Ring match. Uh, Christian won. So Christian gets into the grab the brass ring. Wasn't it called that the first time they did this? I think it was. It was called like the grab the brass ring ladder match, and then they decide that's too on the nose, so they changed it. Yeah, I think I, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah, so there you go. 
it was an okay show. It was it was better than Spam. It was all right. Decent matches. So what do you want to go revolution or do you want to talk sacrifice first? Well, both happened on the same day. A lot more a lot more stuff happened on sacrifice than on revolution. So let's talk about it first. Let's talk about what first? Sacrifice. Okay, so so the thing with sacrifice is we did predictions for no surrender. Nothing happened. And then we don't do predictions for sacrifice, and everything under the sun happens. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was live from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, the first match, Trey Miguel defending against the number one contender, Jake Something, for the X Division title. Uh, Trey Miguel. And Jake Something. Jake Something dropped uh, Trey Miguel on his head a couple times, and it was it was rough. <laughs> um, apparently, Jake Something is now a free agent. So, oh, so maybe he'll go somewhere else. Uh, but pretty good match here to start the show well, off. I better Trey, get a name before he gets a free agent. Uh, you know I mean? Trey Miguel <laughs> wins. Uh, Trey Miguel ended up winning this match to retain the title. We had Eddie Edwards versus Rhino in the second match. Eh. Whoa. Eh. Eh. Eddie Edwards wins. After Mac one hit Rhino with the kendo stick. Edwards hit the Boston knee party for the win. Yeah. The next match, we had the battle of mostly all Aussies as the inspiration defended the Impact Knockouts World Tag Team titles against the Influence. Finally, this match happened. This match has been like three months in, in uh, anticipation here. Yeah. Uh, first, it was the inspiration couldn't wrestle, and then, then it was Dashwood couldn't wrestle, and, and finally, we get this match. And shocking turn of events. Uh, new Impact Knockouts champions, the Influence get the win after cheating. So was the so was the inspiration the basis here? Yeah, I believe they are. I thought they oh, were wait, heels. No, they wait, were both heels. I mean, aren't both these teams heels? Eh, kind Because <laughs> I know the Influence are heels because Dashwood and. You know, Dashwood and, and uh, Rain are heels. Anyway, this match ended when Dashwood hit Wee with the tag to top back behind the referee's back for the victory. Well, there you go. New impact. That's the first of many title changes. Uh, and we've, that's the second in this week. We've already talked about title change. <laughs> Trust me, there are yep. plenty more to come. The fourth match, Jonah versus PCO. Two two guys who are just going to beat the shit out of each other. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Uh, PCO hit a swanton bomb on the apron, which was fucking nuts. He does that all the time. He's crazy. Um, ended up, uh, Jonah squashes PCO with the tsunami splash to get the win. But Jonah, yeah, he, PCO got powerbombed off the steps. Um, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> and he had a tombstone on the steps. <laughs> like, he you know, just was like, just do whatever you want to me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I don't understand how he's not injured all the time. He's 50 something years old. Yeah. Um, and probably what was probably the best match of this show, uh, Jay White versus Alex Shelley. This was really good. I enjoyed this match. 
Um, Jay White. Yeah. Gets the uh, quick note. Uh, yes, Jay White. That was a uh, one in one time AEW, huh? Yeah, apparently. Because now he's staying around in Impact here, so I guess they. I uh, that was just Tony Khan being like, "Oh shit, I fucked up." What for indoor means? Here, come do one match for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jay White gets the win. Um, and then he would not shake, show his hand afterwards. Next match for the ROH women's title, Chelsea Green challenging the champion, Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, Perrazzo wins this match, but the biggest moment here, Chelsea Green is once again injured. My God. She hurt her wrist again. Again? Yeah. I think it's time to hang it up. I, yeah, she's been injured. She that's like her third time she's hurt her wrist, and I think now we realize why WWE uh, passed on her because she gets injured every yeah. three months. <laughs> um, after that, we follow that up with the other women's title match as Mickey James defends against Tasha Steeles once again for the Impact Knockouts title. Um, pretty good back and forth match. Um. Steals ends up hitting Mickey in midair with the cutter to get the victory and is the new knockouts champion, Tasha Steals. Wow. So two title changes already on this show. <laughs> the next match for the Impact World Tag Team Titles, the Good Brothers defending against Violent by Design. As you know, the Good Brothers have rejoined Bullet Club at least in Impact Wrestling. I don't know if that entails in New Japan or not, but it happened in Impact, so who knows anymore. Um, but the Good Brothers are back in Bullet Club. But it did not matter in this one because new tag team champions by went <laughs> by design. Three title changes on this one show. How come they couldn't have done one of these title changes like on the last show they had? Yeah, I know. They had Tasha and Mickey wrestled on the last show. How come they didn't have Tasha win it there? Yeah, that's a good question. Having three, and not only three title matches change his hands, but like, come on. Like, all in one show? My God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have new women's or new tag team champions as well. Um, they hit a powerbomb, neckbreaker combination uh, to win the match. And the, the bottom line is on it was uh, Edward, Ed, Ed, Eric Young and uh, the big dude, Doring. Yeah. In your main event, Moose defending the Impact World title against Heath. Because when I think world championships, I think Heath. Yeah. Well, this was all right, but it's Heath. He, Heath is slow now. He, he can't go as well as he used to be able to. And uh, yeah, Moose wins this match, obviously. But then after the match, Josh Alexander is back. Uh, he drops the C Moose with the C4 spike, and then apparently he signed a new contract, and he will challenge at Rebellion for the world title. All right. So there you go. Pretty eventful show there at Sacrifice, and to do that in Louisville was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all places, we could have went. Tickets were like twenty bucks. <laughs> 
All right. Let's let's, let's get into what we actually predicted. Uh, Revolution. Before that, we had three matches on the pre-show. Layla Hurts versus Chris Statlander. Yeah. Did not like that match at all. Hook defeated QT Marshall. Yeah. Did not like that match at all. House of Black versus Pac, Penta, and Eric Redbeard was okay. It was chaotic. The only moment of this match that I remember was Eric getting into the ring while he wasn't the legal man. Penta was the legal man. Penta's on the apron. Eric's in the ring. Eric tags Penta which I guess makes Eric legal, even though Penta was outside the ring as the legal person. Yep. Eric looked bad in this match. Eric Redbeard did not look good. This went 17 minutes, and this was it was about probably 15 minutes too long. That's <laughs> uh, Eric did not look good. Um, House of Black ended up getting the win. How did Buddy Murphy look? Or Buddy Matthews? Buddy Matthews looked good. He had a couple good moments with Pac. Um, he, he looked up, he looked pretty good. He was, he looked, he's jacked, but he could still move. Everybody else was fine in this match. It's just Eric Redbeard hit everything, held everything down. Cause he, he messed up a lot and he was slow and just, I didn't like it. I wonder, I wonder how long it's going to be before Ray Phoenix comes back. Remember when he said it wasn't that bad of an injury and now <laughs> he's been gone forever. I don't know. It was pretty bad. He, he, I think he broke his arm, so he'll probably be gone a while. All right. Yeah, so we yeah. start. We started the show, the main show off, with Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. And the first move of this match, of this show, was Eddie Kingston dropping Chris Jericho on his head. And I thought, oh, boy. <laughs> we are in for a long night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that was... uh. Yeah, we had a lot of lot, a lot of stuff happen during this show. But uh Kingston and Jericho, better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I didn't really expect much out of this match. It was b- way better than I thought it was gonna be. So uh give them credit. The ending I did not like. Um, the ending, Jericho went for his spinning elbow and he missed it. And we were supposed to hit the buckle, but he kind of missed the buckle completely. The buckle was exposed and he kind of missed it he was supposed to hit it but he didn't <laughs> and then uh kingston hit him with two spinning back fists and then locked in some sort of submission hold and jericho tapped out so eddie kingston finally won the big one on that one you had kingston you picked kingston for two points i had jericho for one so you're out to an early lead two to one all right the next match was the three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Jurassic Express defending against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Yeah, this match was okay. Uh, a couple indie spots, but that's going to be expected with the Young Bucks. The worst spot um, in this match. But the worst spot was, was, I think, O'Reilly had Jungle Boy in like a tombstone position. Yeah, they've done and that then they, a lot of them. Yeah, they super kicked his knees, and it, that was just stupid. I that's almost the, turned the pay-per-view off right there. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> that, that's one of the spots they use a lot in Japan. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, surprisingly, uh, I guess because the two teams kept trying to – they were trying to work together against – uh, Jurassic Express, but uh, it didn't work out. 
They eventually broke down, started fighting each other, and Jurassic Express, Ryan, yeah. escaped with the title. Uh, and you did pick them. You had Jurassic Express for four points. You were out up six to nothing right now on me. I had picked Red Dragon. Yeah, should have um, went a little higher. I could have won. I, I, I was expecting Red Dragon to get the win here. But it leads into the whole Adam Cole, Red Dragon, Young Bucks drama. It's like a goddamn like teenage sitcom or something. Oh, which friend group do I want to go with? Oh. I mean, Adam Cole looks like a teenager, so, I mean, it fits. All right. (laughs) Next match was the Sonic Ring ladder match (laughs) based on the Revolution ladder match. Wardlow, Christian, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. You went for Keith Lee for one point, and I had Wardlow for five. I kind of went a lot here just because it was kind of the obvious choice. Um, this match was just a car crash. Yeah, Most, all kinds of, a lot of stuff happening. Sometimes too much stuff happening at one time. Yeah. Camera couldn't, couldn't really follow everything. Most ladder matches are chaotic. Even the WWE multi-man ladder matches are chaotic. But this one was just, it was nonstop the whole time. And... There were some spots. Apparently, uh, Cassidy hurt his arm when Keith Lee threw him over the ropes and no one caught him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He flew over everybody. Uh, Lee and Hobbs went through a table in a nasty-looking spot. It didn't look good either. Uh, towards the end, they they did a spot. I don't remember who was on the ladder. Was it Wardlow and Starks or Wardlow and Hobbs when Dan Housen uh, walked in? Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Starks. They went up. And then Dan Housen comes in, does his little woo thing and leaves, and then they go right back up. It was like, what was the point of this? Is his whole thing yeah. just going to be showing up random? Is he ever going to wrestle? Yeah, I don't know. He got hurt a long time ago. So, so you're telling me Tony Khan is paying somebody money who is injured right now who can't wrestle? I mean, he's recovering, but yeah, basically. <sighs> God. Anyway, and then... Uh, Wardlow and Ricky Starks were climbing up at the end. Wardlow gets behind Starks. They had a ladder between the ropes and the other ladder, like wedged in there. And Wardlow went for a power bomb, but he kind of like I don't know if he dropped them or lost his grip. But Starks went just neck first. Did you know the guy who broke his neck last year? <sighs> this was Wardlow won, <laughs> but. <laughs> this match, it was just chaotic, man. Yeah, and like you said, a lot of the cameraman could not keep up with a lot of stuff happening. There was too much happening at one time. You would yeah. think Christian being in there would have been able to control this match a little better, but uh, yeah. So I end up getting five points there. So it's now six to five. Uh, the next match, Jade Cargill defending the TBS title against. Uh, Tay Conti, this went six minutes, and uh, it was six minutes that was rough. A lot of people were saying this was Jade Cargill's best match, but, I mean, when every match is bad, that's not really saying much. No hate on Jade. I know she's still young, but she shouldn't be on pay-per-view, honestly, because this was terrible. Yeah, I agree. It was pretty bad. Uh, She won. That's all that matters. 
And we both picked her for nine because we both knew she was going to win. That was both our locks. So you're still got the lead by one. I'm not doing that math in my head right now, but <laughs> you're still winning by one. <laughs> the next match was the match everyone was looking forward to the dog collar match CM Punk versus MJF, the longest match on the night. What'd you think? I, I mean, it told a good story and, and it was a, I mean, it was a good match. It's just, for me, when you're doing a stipulation like a dog collar match, I don't feel like the match needs to go over 30 minutes. I'm just saying. It didn't. It went 26 minutes. Oh, I <laughs> But it probably shouldn't have been 20 that long. Because, uh, yeah. Started to drag towards the end. Wardlow came out. Um, MJF told him to give him the ring. He didn't do it. Um, he couldn't find the ring. And then after CM Punk took down MJF, he found the ring and slid it into the ring. And Punk hit the – did he hit him with the GTS? After he knocked him out with the ring. Yeah, he hit him with the ring. And then I thought he was going to just beat him with the punch, and I was just so mad. But he hit him with the ring, hit him with the GTS. And CM Punk defeats MJF. That gives you six more points. You're off to a hard start. Yeah. Right now, I'm looking pretty good. Yeah. So, the next match for the women's title, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Britt Baker had a brand new women's championship. So, no more dumb, small, little title that looks ridiculous. Yeah, see, they're listening to you, right? Good, because it's about damn time. When the TNT title or TBS title is, like, really big and the... Women's title was super small. It made the TBS title look more important than this title. That may have been why they did it. But I, I got to say, the women's championship, I thought maybe she took uh, one of the uh, Jurassic Express tag team titles. It looked very similar. Looked very similar, yeah. The side plates are huge. Yeah. Side plates are about as big as the middle plate. <laughs> uh, Great. The, I'm stalling because this match was not good. <laughs> I had to talk about something, but I did not like this match. I don't know why. It should I mean, have been. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't horrible. That... Uh, a lot of outside interference towards the end, which played into the finish of Britt Baker getting the win. So keeping her belt. Once yes. Again. So Britt Baker, I had her for seven, and you had Thunder Rosa. So I got seven more points, which means I have taken the lead over you at this moment. Then we had John John Butling versus Daniel or sorry Brian Danielson. Uh, this is what we thought it was going to be. Uh, they beat the crap out of each other and uh, for too long. They both honestly. Yeah, yeah. This one was another way too long of a match. Uh, they bloodied each other up just like they said they would. Uh, yeah. the biggest thing out of this match was after the match. <laughs> well, the ending was weird because uh, Moxley just rolled him up and pinned him, and it was super weird, like out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then after the match, uh, they kept fighting. Uh, they didn't want to stop, and then fucking William Regal just shows up. Yeah. Oh, gets into the ring and slaps the fucking shit out of Moxley. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Danielson's loving it. And then he turns around and slaps the hell out of Danielson, too. <laughs> Yeah, and basically told him I taught you guys better than this. So uh, you had Moxley winning that one, so you picked up three points. 
So I'm getting, getting very, very close here between us. The next match was the six-man tornado tag as Alan Guevara and Singh defeated Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. This was another cluster. They had too many matches where they had multiple people and they were all clusterfucks, and it was this was just it took this was just out there. Yeah, this one didn't need to be on the paper. No, it didn't. They should have just had the triple threat match that they had on Rampage and played it here. Uh, it was all right. It went 13 minutes, which again was probably too long for a six man tornado tag. I mean, I don't think a tornado tag, six man tornado tag match needs to go 13 fucking minutes long, but, uh, sting did a dive off the fucking thing and threw three tables. <laughs> Whatever. He's insane. He's Whatever. Insane. Whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, the may and the ending and Darby Allen missed his finish and still won the match. So there you go. There you go. Main events for the AW World Title. Uh, we both had uh the team of Sting, Gavar, and Allen. You had him for six, and I had him for four. So that means you are currently winning by five points going into the main event, where I have Paige for six and you have Cole for eight. So whoever wins this one would win the predictions. So it actually came down to the main event for once. <laughs> Uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. The crowd was weird with this. I think they were just burnt out at this point. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't a really long pay-per-view, but you, know, you had a lot of well, a lot of crazy stuff happen. Before. You had an hour before, and then you had this was a four-hour pay-per-view, and then you had an hour. It, they were the crowd been there for like five hours at this point. Yeah, Almost. and then the, I think you know when you have a match like the MJF Punk match, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so the crowd wasn't really into it. Um, it was okay. I mean, they did they did some stuff, but I don't know. This didn't feel like a championship match to me. Like, it just didn't feel like special to me. I think it's probably because of all the other matches that happened kind of took the shine away from this. Yeah. I mean, when you... I mean, so Cole hit a Panama Sunrise on the outside. All three in apron. Yeah. Puts him back in the ring. Page kicked out. Then he hit him with another Panama Sunrise and the boom. Page kicked out. Then Page hit a fucking dead eye off the ring apron through a table. Yeah. And then he hit him with the buckshot lariat. But then Page got his hand on the rope. It's like, good God. (laughs) And then finally he hit another... um, he hit the boom on Cole and then another buckshot where it to retain the title. Yeah, got it was a, little, a little too much. And then he kept them, he had them tied in the ropes and hit super kicks on them. And it's just, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. After the, after the dead eye through the table and then he hit the buckshot and it wasn't over, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a little too much. So Adam Page retains the AEW World Title, which means by the skin of my teeth, I won this one thirty-one to thirty. <laughs> yeah, one point. If you would have had, say Eddie Kingston for more points, you would have won. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, I 
regain the, the predictions championship from you. Overall, this paper was not terrible, but there were a couple matches that drug it down for me. Um, Jade Cargo and Jay Conti wasn't very good. Britt Baker and, and Rosa wasn't into it. And some of the matches just went way too long for me. Right. It was just right. some of the matches should have ended way before they did, but it was it was pretty good. Um, I mean, they 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 usually do pretty well on their pay per views, so I can't complain too much about AEW pay per views. They're usually pretty nice. So, all right, let's get into the week of wrestling during the week here, Ryan. Uh, Monday Night Raw had a title change, also. Like I said, I, almost every single television show or pay per view had a title change. This was another one. We had RK Bro regaining the tag team titles in a triple threat tag team match between them, Alpha Academy, and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Uh, RK Bro, uh, Randy Orton hit a RKO on Chad Gable mid moonsault, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. Um, so. Now the Street Profits are kind of putting their hat in the ring here for the title match against RK Bros. Does that does that leave out Alpha Academy after they've been doing all this good shit? Are they going to get left out and be in a battle? Uh, would they do a tr- another triple threat tag team match at Mania? I know that's what I'm wondering. Because right now the women's t- match title match is a triple threat, so yeah, I don't think they're going to do two of those. Too much triple threats going on here. Um, but it also left Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens without anything to do with Mania. But Kevin Owens challenged Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. To something. He said he he was. Yeah, he was going to host the biggest edition of the KO show ever, and then he called out Stone Cold, calling him a broken down shell of his former self, and vowed to hit Austin with a stunner in his home state. Yeah. And then Austin put out and a video. On, yeah. Yeah, on Twitter he put or was it Twitter? I don't know. No, Twitch something. But he Twitch put something. out a video uh accepting to this something. He said, I don't if I, if you want to call it a fight, a match, whatever you want to call it, I'm gonna kick basically say he's gonna kick his ass. <laughs> so yeah. uh so not much else happened on Raw. No Brock Lesnar. No. Um, yeah. So the reason that triple threat match, that women's not a match, is not triple threat because Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan beat Carmella and Zelina. So now they have been added to the match. Um, they won because Carmella was distracted talking to Corey Graves. <laughs> yeah. So I'm 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 really thinking that uh, Nick uh, Nikki. Uh, really feels great right now because you know she could yeah. have been with the tag team still and been on Mania in this tag team title match. Instead, they broke her broke up, and now she's not going to be on Mania. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, also, Braun Breaker was on this show. Him and Champo t- took on Ziggler and Rude, and they won the match via pinfall. So it was his first match on the main roster. Yeah, it was something. There you go. Uh, Raw. Well, that was wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> what about NWA, Ryan? Did they have a show this week or did a? Well, they're doing shows. Um, 
it's weird because there's third all the all the shows are showing right now are from that thing they had where Matt Cardona won the title. Uh-huh. So it's it's weird that the, these shows are doing. Um, but I will uh, let's see here. Let me pull it up. Um, yeah, this was this was the show. This this was the they showed the match of Matt Cardona defeating Trevor Murdoch for the title. Um, that was on this show that they showed. Uh, Nick Aldis defeated Tom Wadimer in an I Quit match, and Black G's Jordan Clearwater, Marsh Rocket, and Tyrus defeated Alex Taylor, Rush Freeman, Sion, and Matthew Mims. All right, there you go. So again, NWA they they do the same thing that MLW does, where they'll have like a show and then they tape it, and they end up like fucking showing it three months later. And they'd show it yeah, in like blocks. I, I, can't. I don't agree with that, man. I mean, it's one thing to, but the, it's one thing to do that, but then they advertise it and they kind of tell you what already happened. Yeah, before their their Twitter feed or Facebook, they said that you already know how what happens in this match, but watch how it happened. <laughs> I'm like, I just, what? you're really selling the show, man. You're, <laughs> yeah, telling you. Uh, let's go to NXT where we had another title change. Yes, we did. We had the world title match on this show, or the, I guess not the world title, but the, the the NXT title. This was Roadblock. Uh, we had a triple threat match. But first, uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai defeated Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez to advance in the Women's Dusty Cup. Did not see that coming. Yeah. Pretty good. This was actually... Um, Chu didn't do a lot of Scoopy shit in this match. They did a little bit, but it wasn't as much this time. So maybe they're going to start, you know, pulling that back a little bit. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, Fallon Henley defeated Tiffany Stratton due to outside interference by Sarai. All I have to do is say, all I have to say that is who? That's a horrible name, by the way. <laughs> Fallon Henley? Yeah. Um, neither Nikita- one of them sound like a real name, like first or last name. Neither one of them sound like a real name. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Nikita Lyons was, I guess, I'm lashing out with Flash Legends, and then I guess they're gonna wrestle at some point. Yay! Oh, hey, you know what? Anytime Hopefully, get- one of them doesn't get hurt. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Grayson Waller defeated LA Knight in a last man standing match. Uh, Waller- finally over. Waller won after a flying elbow drop through the announce table. Um, uh, and he was picked up by Sangha. He was barely on his feet, but Sangha helped pick him up and <laughs> won the match. So, is it finally over? Hopefully. This feud? I don't even know what they're feuding about anymore. Uh, <laughs> I forgot, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray defeated Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter to advance in the Women's Dusty Cup. Kind of saw that coming. But yeah. there was a crazy spot where Caden uh, Carter had Kaylee uh, Ray on her shoulder and then Catanzaro did a fucking poison Rana off of the shoulders of Carter. Yeah, that's insane. That was fucking nuts. <laughs> Legitimately made me pop. Uh, this was a yeah, this was this was a good match. 
Uh, Imperium defended the titles against MSK. It was supposed to be the Creed Brothers, but they were attacked mysteriously before the show match, and then they came out during this match and beat up everybody. And I'm calling it right now. MSK beat up the Creed Brothers, and they are turning heel. That could be, but it also means probably that the Creed Brothers are going to win these tag team titles. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's, that's 100%. And then uh, we had... form, I think they should form a stable with uh, Ron Breaker, and then you can have the fake Steiner Brothers with the real Steiner Brother. A Kid will be coming to NXT 2.0. He debuts next week. And his first opponent will be Kushida. Actually, very good. Should be a really good match. A kid and Kushida. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Maybe he'll get a, a real first name. Maybe he'll get a real name. <laughs> He's just a kid. And then the main event, triple threat for the NXT title, Dolph Ziggler, Tommaso Tampa, and Braun Breaker. And uh, we had title change. Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion. Yeah, what the hell? Did not see that coming. Uh, Robert Rue got involved. Uh, he pulled Breaker out of the ring and exposed his ass to everybody, literally. And then Ziggler hit Champa with a super kick and won the match. I assume this leads to Breaker and Ziggler at Stand and Deliver is what the goal, goal here. Yeah, but it's a, it's a weird way to get there, let me tell you. But, it is, but not only that, I think they only, you know, I, I was thinking about this before we did this pod, Ryan. I think the only reason they did this is because, you know, it's a, this is basically NXT 2.0 as early as, as mid-90s. Well, who's more mid-90s than fucking Dolph Ziggler? He's basically the new Shawn, or he's, he's Shawn Michaels from the mid-90s. So, there you go. He had to win the title. He had to get his hands on it at once. He is the first person to ever hold the world title and the NXT title. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, but nobody else can ever do that, so woo. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, so then uh, MLW had Super Fight 2022, um, and it was such a big show. They had three matches. I am assuming this is, again, they're going to have way more matches to come. This is going to be the same. Yeah, thing. it's probably one of those things. It'll be the same thing as, as – uh, NWA. So, yeah, uh, we what, had, what are the three matches? We had the national openweight title on the line in a three way dance as Alex Kane defended against Calvin Tankman and a mystery opponent who ended up being ACH. All right. Yay. And uh, Alex Kane ended up retaining the title. Enzo made his return to the company and he defeated Casey Navarro in two minutes. Wow. Wow. And the main event, Alexander Hammerstone defending the world title against Davey Richards. Uh, and he retained, obviously, because they're leading towards him and uh, the other dude. For So, obviously, <laughs> Hammerstone wasn't going to lose. Yeah, but, you know, you've been pushing Davey Richards here, letting him win that offer cup. You never know. I kind of. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were going to have him lose or not because they signed David Richards, made a big deal out of it. So I was like, eh. I think he'll get his hands on that title at some point. So there you go, because I think this show is where they're having, like, I think they announced Cross was going to be there and stuff. Yeah. And Swerve, I think. So 
that obviously there's probably going to be more of this show that they taped in the next couple weeks. So, right. All right. Uh, Dynamite. Let's go to Dynamite, where we had another title change. We did. Uh, we had the debut, Nathan, of the Jericho Appreciation Society. That's the worst name for a group ever. And which means we get to see 2.0 every fucking week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it was... Jericho turned his, he turned heel again. You know, him and Big Show have to be like fighting each other for the record of most heel and face turns. I swear to God. Yeah. Um, it was back and they were, had a big Jericho and, and and Kingston had a back and forth talking. Blah 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 blah. Jericho shook Kingston's hand. Uh, Two point and Garcia come in to attack. And then Ortiz and Santana come in. And then Jericho attacked Santana Ortiz with the baseball bat. Jake Hager came in. And then he also helped attack. So now it's Hager, 2.0, Garcia, and Jericho. And Jericho announces MSC. Jericho Appreciation Society. Then we had a world title match for no reason at all. Hangman Page defending against Dante Martin. Yeah, it's kind of weird to have another. Well, I mean, he was number one contender. He was uh, he was a top ranked guy somehow. Don't know how he got there, but he was. So they had to have him fight for the title at some point. So they just went ahead and did it. Uh, doesn't make him look very strong, considering Heyman just had a championship match, you know. Yeah. Not too long ago, and now he came back and yeah took care of business against Dante Martin pretty fairly quick and. Uh, yeah, he, he, he shook his hand afterwards, so tried to give him the rub, I guess. And but, then Adam Cole, baby, interrupted. And he yeah, said, this ain't over. it's not over. They're doing more rematches. And I mentioned this to you on the phone. It feels seems like now that Punk and Cole and Danielson and all these WWE guys are coming in, that they're doing way more, uh, they're doing way more return matches and, and two second matches. They never did this stuff before. Yeah. And now they're all, they got all these other guys. So I think they're telling them, look, Tony, I can't tell a story in one match. I got to have, you know, we got to have a, a couple matches to make this mean something. So, um, but then he challenged uh, Cole to uh, our page to a six man tag next week. Yeah. So, and I guess we can go ahead and talk about this. Uh, in the back, he was going to have, he, he was playing it up that it was going to be the Young Bucks or Rambi's teammates, but then the Young Bucks said they didn't want it to, and so he kind of had to take uh, Red Dragon as his, as his teammates, even though I don't think that's what his plan was. Yeah, because he said, I have teammates that know you better than you know yourself, so obviously it was going to be the Young Bucks. Um, so now they're leaning towards that the Young Bucks don't want to fight against Hangman Page, so. Yeah. If Kenny, here's the thing. Maybe Kenny Omega is not going to be back for a while. Maybe his injuries were a little more than what they thought. Maybe he's not going to be back for a while. Maybe Hangman Page teams with the Young Bucks to go against Red Dragon and and Adam Cole instead of Kenny Omega. A little bit of a letdown, if you ask me. That doesn't seem like the the money match that they were wanting, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. 
who know? I don't know. I, I'm not real interested in seeing a, uh, an elite storyline where they're all fighting each other anyway, but I guess we're going to have to get to that at some point. So, yeah. Uh, Moxley and Brian Danielson made their tra- debut as a tag team as they defeated the Workhorsemen, apparently, uh, J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. J.D. Drake is a member of the wingman here, but then he's also this dude's his regular tag team partner elsewhere. I have no idea. I was like, wait, isn't JD Drake a part of the other team? Why is he with this dude? Why do they have a team name? I'm maybe, so confused. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's out of the wingman. I have no idea. I, uh, anyway, they won. And then after the match, uh, Regal got on the mic with Tony and talked up their history. And there was an emotional moment there uh, for a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, he put over the history of both Danielson and Moxley and then uh, basically said the rest of the roster needs to step it up. This was good. This was good. It, yep. it, it did what it was supposed to do. It made Moxley and Danielson look fucking great, and Regal can cut a damn good promo. So, yep, awesome. Uh, Pack, uh, we were Pack, and we were Utah. Uh, Pack, that's all I can say. That's yeah, that was a, just a short match. <laughs> um, and then we had the AHFO emergency meeting, where basically Andrade said that he wanted to kick Matt Hardy out, even though Matt Hardy was the founder. And Matt Hardy said, well, I got my boys, and they're not going to turn on me, so you're not going to win. Uh, thumbs up, thumb down, stupid shit. And then behind his back, private party put their thumbs down, and it was a five-on-one or a six-on-one beatdown because the other the, the manager dude was there too. Yeah. And then the familiar music hit, and Jeff Hardy – his brother's getting his ass kicked by six men. Decides, I'm going to dance for a little bit here on stage. I'm going to do a little dance, and I'm going to do a little... Uh, well, actually, first, I guess, Darby Allen Sting came out, too. Um, I, but I didn't yeah, care so about maybe, I didn't maybe, care about maybe, that. Maybe, maybe Jeff Hardy figured, eh, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting beat down, and then Jeff Hardy ran out dancing and high-fiving, and then ran into the ring, and yeah. They hit the Swanton bomb and, you know, hugs all around. Sting was a little... I don't think Sting ever forgave Jeff Hardy for what happened at Victory Road in TNA. Yeah. Because he yeah, did they, not look very comfortable with Jeff. Well, you know, here's the thing. is You got that going on. You got you got CM Punk and Colt Cabana in the same company. You know, he... I don't think uh, Tony Khan thinks these uh, things through when he picks these people up. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, they're, they, Sting did not look very enthused to be back in the same locker room as Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially sharing a ring with him. Hopefully, you know, hey, Jeff's a different man now. I feel like I feel like whenever Sting's contract is up, he will not be re-signed. I think he's got his closure. Like, you know, he got to do a couple more matches. I think Sting's like, ah, I'm good now. Maybe yep. he'll finally walk away. Um, and then Wardlow talked, talking about winning the match, and basically said, I want out of the group, and I want out of my contract with MJF, and I want AEW to sign me. So apparently, in yeah. kayfabe-wise, MJF is not under contract to AEW, but yet he's been wrestling there for three years. You mean Wardlow? Or Wardlow, yeah. What the f- so yeah. they let him in a ladder match that he wasn't even contractually in with the company. 
Yeah, it's kind of a weird. weird the, the, uh, this didn't make sense. <laughs> no. It was a good promo. Like, I liked the promo, but that made no so, sense to me. <laughs> you know how AEW does these gigs at WWE all the time? Yeah. So, there's a theory going around. I don't remember who. I don't know. I don't know who to give the credit to to this. But if they use this, my God, it'll be hilarious. But. So, there's a theory going around that MJF is going to say, okay, Wardlow. Because Wardlow's getting that title shot, right? He wants that title shot. Yeah. Well, you know, Scorpio Sky, well, I don't want to spoil what happened. But anyway, so he's going to get this uh, TNT title shot, right? Yes. I don't think that he's going to win that belt. But here's the deal. What if he doesn't ever even get a chance, Ryan? What if MJF comes out before Wardlow's title match? Somebody came up with this, and I don't know who it was. And comes out and says, okay, Wardlow, you want out of your contract? I'll let you out of your contract early, but you have a 90-day no-compete clause. And so he can't fight for the title. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I honestly can see him doing it. I I hundred percent can see them doing that. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Oh my god, I bet they do. I bet they do. I or or if they don't do that, I bet they'll like he'll tease it, and he says I could make you have a no compete or something, you know. Yeah. That's oh man. <laughs> that is. Uh, let's see. Uh, we yeah. We had a, a random tag team title match that I don't think was advertised. I don't remember it being advertised either, but it was a world title match. Jurassic Express defending against the claimed. Very good match. I know you liked it because you're the claimed are your boys, but this was a good match regardless. Yeah, very good match. Uh, Jurassic Express, though, did win. Yep. And then we had a world title eliminator. Thunder Rosa defeating Layla Hirsch, which means Thunder Rosa is once again number one contender. So again, another rematch. Uh, she will yeah. challenge Britt Baker next week in her home state so, of Texas. Yeah, so get this, Ryan. Not only not only is it her home state, it's going to be on her birthday. Well, goddamn, she's winning for sure. There's no way. I mean, you never know, but I yeah. This isn't WWE. If this was WWE, she'd definitely lose. Yeah. But being AW, that, see, that is, I don't like that. Because you could have just had her win it out the pay per view and been a shock factor. But now, if she wins it, everyone's like, yeah, well, we saw this coming. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's too on the nose. That's like, that's just too, that's too on the nose for me. I'm not, I don't like that. Uh, um, our main event was a TNT title match. Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Scorpio Sky. This is his third time going for this title with three different opponents. Yeah. So he really wanted it. But he's been undefeated Uh, now for like a year. So. Yeah. Uh, During this match, uh, Sammy Guevara put Scorpio Sky on a table on the outside. He did this little I'm crazy thing. Uh, He did it twice. Like, we needed to make sure that he's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then he's... he did a 630 off of the turnbuckles through the table 
onto the floor. Ryan, he spun so fast. You, it was crazy. And, and hit <laughs> and hit this table so fast that I don't even think he felt the table. I'm pretty sure all he felt was concrete floor. Yeah. I don't know how he got up after this. So that brought out Tay Conti, who is his girlfriend. You know, they were both engaged or married at one point, but now they're dating. I don't know. Anyway, so that brought her out, which leads into the ending. Yeah. Um, Paige Van Zant was out there at ringside with Dan Lambert as well, because she's also a member of the Team Bob Team, and apparently she is now signed with AEW. So well, they... not yet, not yet until during this match. Yeah. So Sky uh, taunted Conti at the ringside and blah blah blah, and then Conti came face to face with Paige and. All this happening. Um, Guevara made a comeback, hit the springboard cutter, hit the GTH. Um, all this stuff. Um, it, it went to all this ending. Lambert got a distraction. Van Zant laid out Conti, and then Sky hit the TKO. Um, and Scorpio Sky is the new TNT title. And then as a showing off the hair, uh, Van Zant signed her AEW contract. On Ty Conti's act. Yes. No better place to do it. <laughs> no better place to do it, I say. Yeah. I, and right, again, uh, I, I, I get why they had Guevara and Conti, but do we really need to know that all these people are dating on the show? Like, do we really care? I don't yeah, care I don't that know. they're in a, they're Now they're going to be an on-air item. I don't need that shit. That's WWE True. style. I don't need it. True. But um, so apparently it's leading overall, to. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm just saying. Apparently it's going to lead, you know, Paige Van Zant and Ty Conti. I don't. Mm, I don't know. Van Zant's first it's match not, against Ty, it would be okay, but I don't know if Ty can carry her, you know, as a veteran. Uh, it'll be the that'll be the best match that she could probably have with anybody. I don't think anybody else would be able to carry her. It'll be more of a fight than a match, so it'll work. Yeah. So. Um. Also, though, that uh, just on uh, this. This show was really good. Um, I think I think they they you know did a really good job of reset and everything. Like they got new all these new storylines going right after a pay per view. It's like the Raw after Mania should be, and I, I like the I like what they did there. Pretty cool. Uh, let's go in NXT UK with eight kids leaving for NXT. Apparently, you have to yep. put someone over on your way out because he lost to Charlie Dempsey on this show. So, thank That's you. William for... Regal's son, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I wonder how he feels about his dad's time with AEW. Uh, you know, was, was he really close with his dad? I have no idea. I don't know if they like, I don't know because he was in England the whole time and his dad's been over here. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, uh, Symbiosis beat Danny Jones and Josh Morrell. I don't know who those people are, but they uh, they lost. Josh Morrell, uh, they're they're both jobbers. I mean, they they've they're they're jobbers that are on the show a lot. And <laughs> for the NXT UK Heritage Cup, Noam Dar defended it against Joe Coffey and successfully defended it, winning two to one in round five. Wow, that's a big win for Noam Dar. I tell you what, Noam Dar went from he has his ups and downs in his WWE career. Uh, yeah, he was there and he was Alicia Fox. 
you know, and then he fell off the face of the earth for about two years, and now he's back. <laughs> That's a huge win beating Joe Coffey. Big win. That's great. So, pretty good show. All right, Impact. All right. Let's end this on a high note, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Can they capitalize off of the madness of their of their pay per view? Usually they, after their pay per view, they have a show. Uh, Josh Alexander kicked off the show. Uh, they showed what happened. Um, basically revealed that um, he signed a new multi-year contract with Impact and that he's going to challenge Moose for the title at Rebellion. Um, Honor No More interrupts, and I guess apparently Eddie Edwards is now the leader of the group. I thought it was yeah. Maria, but apparently now Eddie is. Um, Eddie claims that Alexander had everything handed to him on a silver platter, typical heel. You're, I had to work for what I had. You had everything handed to you, even though that's not true at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, uh, they ended up getting in the ring and the, the, the big fight. And then Rich Swan and Willie Mack make the save. Scott Demore comes out and announces in the main event, Eddie Edwards will go one on one with Rich Swan and not. <laughs> not Josh Alexander. That makes sense. <laughs> and then the other match, uh, Kenny King and Willie Mack will do number will battle. Uh, Willie, uh, Willie Mack ends up winning this match with the stunner and the frog splash because he is just doing everybody's finishing moves and Mack wins. <laughs> That's right. Mack is the finishing move man. <laughs> Um, and then John Skyward, Crazy Steve, and Ace Austin battled in a Rebellion Exhibition title match qualifier. Now, Nathan, who do you think won a qualifying match for the exhibition title? Oh my god, you gotta be <laughs> kidding me. Are you serious? Ace Austin defeats Crazy Steve and John Skyward. Oh my god. If you have a qualifying match on this show with Ace Austin in it, Ace Austin is winning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> how many times can he get a shot I don't know how many qualifying matches he's going to win <laughs> oh my god that's like his oh. gimmick yeah pretty much Um. then we had the knockouts world champion Tasha Steele Savannah Evans and the world tag team champions the influence versus Mickey James Chelsea Green and the inspiration in an all star knockouts tag team match all right. Because all the champions are here. Um, James ends up pinning Natasha Steeles in this match. What the fuck are they doing? Oh, my God. Uh, Mickey James shows a green the inspiration one after Mickey James hit the McDDT on Tasha Steeles. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, you just won. And then you take all of her momentum away by having her get pinned by the person she just beat. I, oh, impact. Yeah, what the? That's some weird book in there. Uh, then the Bullet Club came out and talked for a while. Um, Alex Shelley came out um, and uh, basically White quit, asked him for a tag team match and Shelley said, I'm not alone. And Chris Saban came out and so next week it'll be the Motor City Machine Guns versus Jay White and Chris Bay. So, all this time, Chris Saban's been teaming with all these random people. 
because Alex Shelley said he wasn't going to wrestle anymore. And then he <laughs> went to ROH and started wrestling again. Yep. But he never came back to Impact to be his – and that now – okay. Yep. Well, that's a great friend right there. Um, and then we had our main event, Eddie Edwards versus Rich Swan. Um, of course, Rich Swan loses to Eddie Edwards. Of course. And then Honor oh. No More celebrates. There you go. I think I think that they should not be called the Motor City Machine Guns anymore. They should be called the Not Best Friends. That's what I think they should be called. Because <laughs> they're definitely not best friends. <laughs> um, next week... Uh, Diana Peraza will defend one of her titles. Oh, both of her titles. Oh, changing it up. What? Uh, she will defend both of her titles against Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost in a triple threat match. And uh. it's it's called the Triple Threat Champ Champ Challenge. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a name, that's a I mouthful. Love, I love fucking impact. <laughs> God, you know, ever since we hyped them up, they've gone to shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, they still do some some good stuff. They just do oh, weird stuff shit. at the same time. I just don't get like, having your women's champion win the title and then lose the very next show to the person well, she beat. It, she could have lost, but why didn't you have somebody else pin her to set up a match? Instead why? Of- they should have had Savannah Evans get pinned. She's the only one that never really wrestles and didn't. You know what I mean? I know, but if you're gonna have somebody pin pin Tasha Steeles to get a shot at you know be the next one to get it, that'd be something. But to have Mickey James do it again, like what? <laughs> that made no sense. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's that. What a way to wrap up this show. <laughs> yeah, um, that's gonna Impact do it. Always the greatest. Um, always the best way to wrap up a show. I uh yeah, I I have something. I'm working on something special here uh, for the podcast. Maybe we'll get this done um, at some point. Um, I'm trying to do like a March Madness kind of thing, uh, but uh, doing it for best WrestleMania matches. Since we're coming up on WrestleMania season, I figured that could be a fun little special thing we could do, me, you, and Jeff. So, all right. Um, also, next week on the show, we're going to have a big sports podcast because we're going to be talking all of the conference championships and previewing and giving our predictions for the national championship tournament. On the sports podcast, gaming podcast, it's a big one. We're going to be talking WWE 2K22. I'm going to get my hands on it. Jeff should be joining us to give his thoughts as well. Plus, we'll be talking the Sony State of Play and a bunch of other fun stuff. So, do all that next week. And, of course, the wrestling podcast again. No pay-per-view this time, so it'll be a little shorter. (laughs) Yeah. So, thank you for listening and, and all that fun stuff. We appreciate you. Follow the Twitter, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, all that. Sabri ENT for all the latest. As always, he is Nathan. I am Ryan. We're reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.